Hello world and welcome to my podcast, The Bull, The China Shop and I. This is a show for everybody who is ready to rock the boat and instigate. Some will call it a rant. I'm calling it an overdue cleansing of what is swept under the rug to make room for better, for bolder and for braver. My name is Isabella Izzy Zacek and yes, I'm an instigator, but on the side of the angels. Yep, I did steal that line from my second favorite TV show, The West Wing. It is all about the uncomfortable topics and challenges out there in the business world that we all know about, but don't want to talk about, or do we? What we're going to do on this show is to take uncomfortable truths apart and discuss direction we could take going forward to approach these truths for action and impact. So let's open Pandora's box and turn what comes out of it into goodness. My one for this podcast, raise voices, trigger change, and start actions and a movement. So let's get started. I'm grateful that you're here with us. On today's episode, let's start with the following statement. Failure is for the privileged. So why is everyone worshiping failure? As a new entrepreneur, I must, must have probably read close to 100 articles and various books on the concept of failure. And to be honest, I'm getting rather tired of praising failure as the way out of and a reason to celebrate that lack of planning and true skills and experience. Don't get me wrong, I'm not out to shame failure itself. Indeed, I believe that failure is part of life. What I have a hard time with is when there is a nonchalance about failure and when it is presented as a great learning almost done on purpose to meet expectations by society, that only failure makes you better and ready for the next big thing. Especially in the business world, when Failure affects people around you either directly with your employees or indirectly with customers and vendors. Let's think about that for a moment, okay? And compare the impact of failure at a construction site with a tech company, right? I mean, at a construction company or at a site, failure can literally cost a person's life. However, whenever Elon Musk goes out treading everyone's but his own money and continues to fail, we are losing it and celebrate this type of failure as a second coming. So why is that? Why are we putting people like that up on a pedestal while at the same time knowing really well that failure and mistakes on any lower levels in the almighty hierarchy will not reap applause, but most likely will be the end of a career in a company. And not just a career, like losing your job, losing your income. Failure is an action. And it comes with a or even many consequences. Not just for the pe people or not just for the person failing, but for everyone around that person. Knowing this impact, why would we be so oblivious to holding people accountable? So when I go back to 
Amazon's 2019 shareholder letter. Jeff Bezos talks so much about failure, actually, in it. Go and check it out. Arguing that to invent things like Echo and Alexa, you need the resources to be able to try and fail at big things. I get it. I am not in disagreement with that. But bingo, the secret sauce is the access to resources. The more you have, the grander you may fail, and the even greater the attention is. And don't tell me you can't think about any examples other than Elon Musk. There are so many around at this point in time. And yes, it is not about dwelling on past failures. It is about getting up and finding a way forward quickly. But it's also not to about like celebrating failure as the holy grail. Instead, isn't it about admitting failure, accepting accountability, and then do everything humanly possible to find a solution and turn that failure into success? Not just for yourself, but for everyone who stayed by your side throughout that journey. Or should I say roller coaster? Because it is inevitable. It absolutely is inevitable. It is also not about going to extremes, going from worship to zero tolerance. The magic really lies in the nuance, not in the generalization. Right? It's not completely worshiping failure, as we just talked about, but it's also not a zero tolerance for making no mistakes or no failure at all. Because otherwise, how can we ever get rid of perfection? So it really is about that middle, that middle that I'm just missing in so many decisions and so many views. It is that careless, ego-driven motives without personal liability versus blood, sweat, and tears with someone risking their personal stakes. When you think about it, what are you drawn to more? Is it really about celebrating being careless and ego-driven? I thought we wanted to leave that part behind. That's nothing like, there's no place for that in the future. So let's stop giving failure a celebrity status. I don't care how many so-called inspirational leaders have proclaimed it as such and written a thousand and one books about it. I know, I know, it makes for a great hero and overcoming story and tales, almost making us feel too average for a higher purpose if we haven't hit rock bottom. Anyways, enough of that. Let's look at how failure could be approached differently, especially for the sake of innovation and collaboration. Is the outcome the same? Yes, there's still failure. But because something does not work as planned or expected, will there be a different reaction to this outcome by making it part of the process and not declare it a miss? I believe that this could indeed be the case. Why? In my opinion, it feels much more organic to literally make failure a milestone 
early on in trialing, in testing and prototyping a service, concept or product. And to invest the time to talk through the action and the perspective consequences, not to scare people or to stifle creativity, but to motivate everyone on the team to bring their best to the table, to work with integrity and to be open about strength, weaknesses and any obstacles that could lead to failure to fully grasp consequences and the ripple effect that has. The ultimate goal is to find a solution for a problem or provide a product or service not to fail fast, quickly, or cheap. Reducing failure to a necessary byproduct that is essential to choosing the working path and moving forward with a final solution. Here's the thing, people who work hard and desire to achieve their goal don't really bother about failure and also don't make a public fuss about it. When they fail, they get up, assess the situation and take a bow and learn from the past and rally their group and people around them. And these are the people I wanna follow, those greater fools. However, what I believe is that above all, these people want to succeed in the first place, at their first shot and at the first instance. Failure is part of everyone's life, so accepting it and its consequences is inevitable. I'll say it again. And I'll leave you with this. As Thomas Edison said, I've not failed. I've just found 10,000 ways that won't work. Thank you for listening to The Bull, The China Shop and I with yours truly, Isabella Izitsatze. If you like our show and want to know more about the podcast and me, myself and I, please check out www.thebullthechinashopandi.com and leave us a review on the platform of your choice. Oh, and if you have any uncomfortable truths ready to be exposed, let us know. We want to hear from you. Always remember this essayism. Your uncomfortable truths are the foundation of permanent revolutions.